everybody. Welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We are stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians that are currently jobless because of the coronavirus. We're finally going to be the doctors our mothers wanted us to be. Is there anything that we don't know? A lot, actually. We have a lot of questions. Uh, we have a lot of answers. All of them wrong. But we do have access to... Google. And a vet. Oh yeah, my mom's a vet. She knows some stuff. We have to do this So again. every once in a while, we're going to invite her on. No, we don't. We're going to actually use this. <laughs> welcome to Two Non-Doctors. Hi, welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. I just gave you so many compliments before we started. So if Maria seems like she's in a good mood, she just, someone just handed her love. You're like so nice. Yeah. I was like, oh, thanks. Oh my God, Muffin. Thank you so much. Thanks. And then I was, <laughs> I was like, wow, like I feel great. Let's start this podcast now. <laughs> no, I feel incredible. Is this what love is? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like when people just go out the day with confidence and don't question what they do. You know how like, was it Snow White or Cinderella or both that had woodland animals like, like where they were like helping her build a dress in Cinderella? Cinderella had, had woodland animals. Yeah. You're like my woodland my- maybe it's the hair you look like you have little ears little mouse like, ears and finish <laughs> you're I need to hear. Animal. but you're like helping me build a dresser for the ball and i'm like i'm ready i'm ready thank yeah. you yeah i'm out there sewing i'm like you don't want to compliment what i've made for myself no fine that's fine <laughs> that's fine um it's funny because one i i've i don't know how long i've had it probably since like um like a McDonald's toy, like since I was a little kid. But I don't know if you remember on literally on my kitchen counter is Gus from Cinderella. I just think he one, I like the name Gus, but he was like, Gus, Gus. like he was and he would make stuff for Cinderella and he yeah, was kind of pudgy. Is, yeah, I remember Gus is such a great name. There aren't it enough is. Gus's. Dude, I genuinely like one. First of all, I've, I've met a few Gus's that are dogs. I met one friend's kid whose name is Gus. He has my friend, he has two kids, Otis and Gus, and those are like two of my favorite names. And I was like, shut up. Can I adopt your kids? Like, how does this work? Um, I think you just bring things into your life so you can name them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And my whole family is like, we're naming people to the point where, fuck, somebody, oh, I was on a podcast with some friends and the guy was like, we're getting a vacuum cleaner. Will you help us name it? And I was like, this is my favorite thing. My favorite thing is not only naming stuff, but naming stuff that doesn't matter, like a vacuum. Like me yeah. and my siblings have a whole thread of uh, naming a frog. My brother said it. He's like, I saw it three times. It's pretty much a part of the family. What should I name it? And then when I got my vacuum cleaner, we had me, Emily, and Sammy went back and forth and finally landed on Vac Kilmer, which. That's awesome. Just a I great love name. that. And I love I had, that digitally I put that in the app because the app will be like the name, like the app asks the name and most people are like, you know, house vacuum cleaner. And I'm like, Vac Kilmer, you will respect him. <laughs> I had to name a rat that ran across the stage in LA once. So you remember Hyperion <laughs> Tavern? Did you ever do that show that I was running? I did, but I, that just that sentence might be my favorite sentence. <laughs> I had to name a rat that ran across the stage once. <laughs> at Hyperion Lounge. Uh-huh. It was um I love like, that. Is it is it like for like lawsuit reasons? Like, oh no, 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 he works here. That's Gary. That's Gary. I, well, it was kind of like to take the the stigma out of a rat being in this hellhole of a gig. Yeah. Cuz that place was like the stage was really high. But yeah. like we were the bartenders. I don't know why or how they let me and Ed Galvez bartend. But like we both had a drinking issue. Not issue, like fun. What do they call Bon vivants. We were bon vivants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Make it French so it doesn't sound like a problem. <laughs> yeah. And they let us have full access to this cooler. And then, like, so we would drink and then, you know, we'd, we'd like, give away drinks and stuff. And um, then we'd put the money the bar made in the floor of the bar. There was, like, you opened it up, put it in a safe, and then closed it and then just locked up. And they let us do this for months before they were, like, we don't make any money. In fact, we I think we lose money off you guys and we were like oh damn i'm so sorry i felt bad but then also they didn't do any upkeep or anything to it so these rats would just run 
And Andrew Slater, he had just moved to LA and I booked him for the show. And like it ran across the stage when he was on stage. <laughs> that was his welcome to LA. And I was like, that was Henry. Say hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he's actually a bar back. So with some respect <laughs> and you will need to tip him out. So <laughs> he likes cheese. <laughs> um, I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, I do. I just like naming things. And what's even funnier, and I think most pet owners will agree with this, you have 17 names for your animal. You have like their their like birth certificate name, like the vet name, um, mm -hmm. which has been really fun because I technically have two vets. I have my parents' old vet place and then the, where I take him in Brooklyn and I had to set up a boarding appointment and I was like, hey, I'm coming back. He's, you know, my new kitty's going to board with you. They're like, oh, what's his name? I was like, Revenge Abs. And she's like, it's a what? And I was like, <laughs> revenge, like wanting to get revenge and abs, like having a six pack. And she's like, uh-huh. Like no reaction. She's like, great. Like, because I'm sure there's been even crazier ones, but like, she's like, great. We look forward to having revenge abs, like, like a robot revenge abs. Uh, when he comes to stay with us. Thank you so much. And I, was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I am going to be a part of a meeting. Very excited. <laughs> they flag it immediately. <laughs> They're like, hmm, a lot has lots changed. Um, I don't know. It's just, but but he squeaks so much. Like when I wake up and I go to feed him, like I'm walking towards his bowl and he's like, feed me. And I was like, what? We do this every morning, dude. But I call him squeakers. Like when I come home, he squeaks. When I go to feed him, he squeaks. So I call him squeakers about fifty percent of the time. I'm like, all right, squeakers. Let's. So it's like. Does it? He he had that little kitten meow when I go eh, like it's like a it's not um like kittens learn to speak the way kids do. You know what I mean? I, I'm not even joking. He was turning a corner and he was like, like yeah, exactly. As you're saying that, but like when they first like start making noise, they go eh, eh, like it's like what is this half-formed yeah, noise that you've just done? And oh yeah, it's not a meow. <laughs> it's not a meow. It's not even close to meow. It's like eh, yeah. Squeakies. He makes squeaker. He makes the sound like a, a like a shitty door makes before you put like W forty in it. Yeah, that's that's the sound <laughs> of my cat. He's uh he's unlocked some levels and is jumping on everything. And my cat is obsessed with water. Uh, since you've left, he uh, sleeps in the bathtub. Um, let's just I'll find him in there. Um, I think it's because I like allowed him so little access to the bathroom when I was in town that he's like, no, this shit is mine. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, like I, I don't, uh, who is this lady? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And she's I'm looking at him like, who are you? Yeah. I've been here. Yeah. 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 You Not were like just here. born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was doing my makeup the other day. He's just in the sink, stealing my eyeliner. Like no joke. I'll be like, where is, and then it's like under him under in the sink. So he's just like grabbing, he loves playing with anything pen shaped anyway. So he's is in the sink at all times. I'll be washing my face and then I'll open my eyes and he's in the sink, like trying to avoid the water. Like what, he's he's nuts right now. Um, I was in therapy a couple hours ago mm -hmm. and like I was saying something and she was like, yeah, you mentioned last week uh, the same thing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so boring. She's like, what? And I was like, I'm so boring. I'm saying the same shit every week. I'm sorry. And then she was like, that's, I was like, that was my first takeaway from what you said. And she was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she's like, okay, well, this is, this is trauma. This is double trauma, both that you're relaying the same, same information and that you're not okay with relaying the same information. And now you've labeled it. So that's trauma. Um. I think like the podcast and performing, like I've brought that into therapy because I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Like, what is this? Like, am I just talking? Is there a structure? Like, she's like, do you need? If that? I could give some notes just to tighten this a little bit, you like start like, directing her. I just like, I'm like, do you know, like when people, when I'm walking with somebody and they have the directions, I'd like just an overview of where we're going, or yeah, I, yeah. I freak out. I can't handle yeah. it. I need some. What stop are we getting off at? Is it healing? <laughs> are we getting off at healing? Um. <laughs> Yeah. And she's like, well, this is just a space for you to talk. And then like about whatever comes up. And, and I was like, okay, I know that now. Great. Like it's talking therapy essentially, you know, yeah. like fine. I like, I just needed to know what the fuck 
I was doing. I was like, should I be taking anything away from these sessions? Because I go yeah. home and forget about it. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, and so I think I got somewhere today. Like, I just feel like I, I feel like now so, that I know, because, oh, because here's what I was saying about stand up. And I'm like, well, I don't bring up random things because I, I'm like, why am I bringing this up? And she's like, do you feel like you have to have a reason to bring it up? I'm like, well, kind of like stand up is really hard to start doing stand up because you're basically saying something out of nowhere. And it isn't until you've built a set that you can start adding in shit. And it's easier to do that than it is just starting from scratch. And you're just talking. I don't know. So I'm like, I'm not going to tell you about a time when I was like five that I went to a birthday party and overdressed. And now I hate wearing dresses out of nowhere. I need a reason to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> what I love is that that came up in an episode of this. So it's so yeah, funny it to be like, yeah, we built a structure after 100 episodes. I felt safe. And now yeah. the world knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This has been therapy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've yet to get a copay. I'll be honest. <laughs> no, I owe you so much. <laughs> it's you know what's interesting. I don't go to therapy as often now. I I just had a session on Friday because I was like, oh, I feel not okay. Um, what I realized probably after therapy is I might I just haven't done like I haven't worked out because I had COVID and I hadn't done stand up because of COVID and going home that I was like, oh, I don't I'm not getting any adrenaline and I'm bored. Like yeah. I can't seem to motivate myself to do anything because the things that motivate me are gone. But I was just feeling like not sad as much as just like off and like what's the point and just feeling like meh. And I still feel that way. Nothing's changed, but I've also not worked out um, or done much. But um, <clears throat> I, I don't really talk to her that often. Like maybe once every two months now. Like she'll come in because she moved. So when she comes in to the city, I'll see her because it's just like it's so much better in person than on the phone. And then when I kind of when I like need her, like like almost like a parent, where I'm just like, ah, I don't know what to do. Um, and I I actually don't know if that I can't figure out if that's good or if I've grown out of her specifically or what have you but like there's something about because like you are starting new with a therapist and you're you have to build something so this could feel like therapy because there's no you don't have to build anything like you I know I know all your stories I know every good and bad thing that's happened and that's how my therapist is for me but like my friend was just like, you know, at some point you might want to get somebody else's perspective. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want someone else's perspective. <laughs> like you get to and like I, I actually see what she's saying, but it's like the same way with like dating where you're like, I don't want to tell my stories like oh my god you got to rebuild so much like there's so can you like, can you OK, here's the thing. I'm going to hire you. I need you to listen to my podcast like all of them, <laughs> like all hundred and whatever episodes, then we can start. Like, could you imagine I go to talk to somebody and I was like, well, Maria said, who's Maria? Who's Maria? Like, <laughs> I'm not what? doing this. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I almost like that's when you walk. You're just like, ah, dude, like, <laughs> so like you're just like, I can't. Because if you think about it, that's almost the heart. When people say it's hard to make friends as you get older, it's kind of how you feel where you're just like, you should know my trauma. You should know my close friends. You should, you know what I mean? Like I should on every given week, there's only three things I should keep you up on. And they're actually addendums to things I said the week before. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We need to like start having just manuals like, oh, nice to meet you. If you'd like to hang out again, here's my manual. <laughs> These are yeah. all my friends. <laughs> These are all the same and I'll put them in joke form. I, if honestly, just honestly watch like four clips, you'll be caught up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I essentially did that to somebody. I was like, well, I want to do a solo show, but here's my book proposal and my first album um, and all that. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing to this poor person? I'm dumping my life onto them going, this is kind of in the ballpark. Of you have homework show. if you want to <laughs> hang out with me. So here <laughs> do you remember on Sideways? Did I, do you ever watch Sideways with Paul Giamatti? I think I saw it, but it didn't have the effect it had on the rest of the world. Oh, me. man. It's, I, it's it's one of my favorite movies, but she, like, this, his love interest agrees to read his novel, this unpublished novel, and so he gives her, like, this big, like, do you know the kind of box that, like, um, like printer paper comes in? 
yeah, yeah. Like, of that. And then he goes, hold on. And she's like, oh, and like, and he, he gives her like two more. <laughs> like, that's what I feel like I've yeah. done to people. And it also like, it's, it's funny as like, as somebody that loves like biographies and memoirs, it's like condensed, it's like 200 pages. And you're like, oh, I just got to know this person and their life and their experiences. But until someone, until, until it gets published, it's unedited. So it's mm -hmm. just like this chapter's over here. You're like, oh, I forgot to tell you about this, which really plays into that. Like, it's not <laughs> even, it's like all over the place. They're like, wait, why'd you bring that up? That's a great question. <laughs> We're going to have to talk to my editor. I don't know why I brought yeah. that up. <laughs> no idea. No idea. I, I thought it seemed important at the time, but it's clearly not. Um, announcements. Mm -hmm. Um, Patreons, people that support us, thank you so much. You guys are the best. We are uh, beyond grateful. You guys have been wonderful. If you don't know, you can support us. Um, and by doing so, you can get weekly bonuses. You can get monthly bonuses. We just dropped a July bonus uh, this weekend. Um, you can get stickers. You can become a Google guest. You can control our Googles. Uh, you can get Maria's album. You can get all three of my albums. You can get my book. There's so many beautiful benefits to supporting us. I'm very dancey today. Yeah. Um, and you can do that at patreon.com slash two non-doctors. That's the number two forward doctors. Hey, squeakers. Your turn. Okay. I know. My child. <laughs> um, and if you have time and you're feeling kind, please leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us out a lot. It helps us get seen. We love it. We share it. Uh, it makes our day. Um, <laughs> it's really hard to do announcements with whatever's happening with you. His nails are inside. He's of already so much bigger than when I left. He's crazy. Look at his butt. Okay. Look at his butt. <laughs> um, um, and uh, follow us on the socials. You can follow us at Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Two Non Doctors. It's the number two, Forward Doctors, and on Instagram. On Instagram, everybody, at TuneOnDRS. And if you have time, and you already said that. And um, yeah, so I'm doing uh, Camden Fringe August 9th and the 14th. Please come along. The tickets are on my website, I believe, uh, mariashahada.com or at 2NorthDown, their website. Um, yeah. And um, I mean, oh, yeah, buy my album. It's out. And uh, you can get that on Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, I will be in DC and Atlanta at the end of July. Then I'm going to be in San Francisco in the panhandle of Florida. So like Pensacola and Panama city in August and, um, September is like Colorado and long Island, long Island, but it's, this is a soft launch. I'm 90% sure I'm going to release my special on YouTube, September 6th. Ooh. So I'll do what I did um, uh, in 2020, which is they usually can do like a premiere. So um, you can like save the little date on YouTube. And then when it comes out, um, you can like chat with me and stuff as the thing is shown. So I'm 90% sure it'll be September 6th around 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. So um, I'll have more information, I hope, by next week. Um, but that is what I hope. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because it's like all arbitrary. Like it's like mostly edited. Um, I just have to like stick the credits onto the the thing, like what my friend has to help me with. And then um, I have, because I always do both an album and a special because I like listening to it. You just kind of do what you like and hope that four other people like it. So it's worth the effort. Yeah. Um, so I have to do all the stuff to make it an album, um, which I've had plenty to plenty of time to do and have not. Okay, so great. Just have to do that. Yeah. Um, fan mail. Yeah. Um, it's a YouTube comment from Stop It. <laughs> That's the name. Stop It. Um, ask your doc about taking a Pepsi AC. It will slow the amount of acid your stomach creates. That will give your gut a higher pH. Okay, so we were talking about, I mean, I, I don't know if we need, like, we were talking about your gut. Yeah, so my Google was like, what is baking soda do? Because my my gynecologist, I was telling her about my stomach issues, and that kind of led us to finding out about my polycystic ovarian syndrome. But um, she, that's one of the things she recommended is that I take a spoonful of baking soda in water every morning, which I still have yet to do. Although another comment 
um, left that, cause I was like, I can't find aluminum free baking soda. And she's like, oh, Am Arm and Hammer is aluminum free baking soda. Oh, that's and amazing. Like, okay. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, I think I would have never, I would have just kept well, you searching. You can't find it. They don't bother talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Pepsid AC, it, it slows the amount of acid your stomach creates that will give your gut a higher pH just by slowing the lower pH acid pumps. Hold on. Just by slowing the lower pH acid pumps, but not turning them off. It will create a small change in pH without trying to equal out the acidity with a base baking soda. I have to like, I understand what she's saying. And I know is Pepsi AC like what people use when like they drank too much or like they're having heartburn. What is it? Yeah. What do, is that what Pepsi but I think it might be a more long-term one. I think that there are ones you can take that are just like, you take like a couple chalky things that Tums. you chew. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like, I think Pepsi AC might be, and I'm not sure. I love, what if that message was left from Sid AC? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just like, my father. <laughs> the inventor um, of Pepsi AC. <laughs> but there are a couple long-term medications and I was on one for a few months because like I have trouble swallowing. So before they um, recommended me for a, uh, ear, nose and throat doctor, they wanted to try that out to see if it would work first. And it didn't, but like, it's just longer term where it just kind of, um, I think what they were saying is that it's just stabilizes the uh, amount of production of, um, acid in your stomach so that you're not producing so much so that you're not like getting heartburn and, and shit like that. Yeah. I still have yet to do the baking soda in the morning anyway. Well, I mean, I wouldn't look forward to that. Like, and if baking soda were so good for it, like, you know, it surprises me that Arm & Hammer didn't like pick up on this and go, oh, well, let's make flavored baking soda for this purpose because people are using it for that. Also, like the number one use I use for baking soda is to make my fridge not smell like a rotting butt. And baking soda is so weird. I, I use that for my armpits too. Like I used to, I don't do it anymore, but I do. Yeah, have like, it's in, it's in toothpaste. People use it over their litter um it's right they're right out here, here for some reason but arm and hammer essential yeah. this stuff is so great they should pay us so much fucking money they should pay us so much for that um, um but yeah you're just a little bit like it, it does too much yeah it does yeah but isn't that what um like um alka-seltzer is isn't it sodium bicarbonate oh yeah i'm in my room so everything is in arms distance here because don't people like again they drop it in yeah you drop it in it makes all the fuzzy bubbles but i thought that that was like sodium bicarbonate here's something that is like a generic version of that this is such a mom move right now i know i'm because i can't read anything because i'm getting older i'm like mm, I need oh, you my do reading you, glasses you you legit have like mom trying to read something face thank you um yeah sodium bicarbonate 808 milligrams so there's a thousand milligrams so i mean a lot of it is that so it's like she's like basically telling you to drink alka-seltzer every morning i just don't know why this person has told you to drink aluminum free baking soda if baking soda is already aluminum free and they already have medications that do this that are baking soda <laughs> there are pill forms of this and there's alka-seltzer so why has she gone for that yeah. Well, I also wonder if it's like there's something else in it that she's like, I don't know. I don't. Can you call her and just be like, what's the deal? Because there's this, this, this option. Why is this one the best option? Can I call her? I actually want yeah, to talk she, to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just, she she's her bedside manner has gotten better because I've seen her for 15 years, but she scared me for like the first nine. Yeah. I'll be like, non-Dr. Shahada here. I have a few questions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My client. Um. <laughs> Well, uh, stop it. We don't know what your real name is, but um, thank you. And I thank will continue to look into that. Thank um, you. It'll be a, a continuous part of my research. Yeah. Um, Googles. Yeah. Uh, you want me to go? Do you want to go? Hang on. Well, you go first and then we'll like, actually Google it. <laughs> okay. Mine is why are my nails peeling? Out of like nowhere, like a couple weeks ago, my nails started to peel, which is a problem I had forever ago like i would say like eight years ago it was like a big problem and i went on an obsessive escapade to fix my nails and my nails were gorgeous and then something happened i 
it might be my sister recommended this thing to kind of help your nails grow and you're supposed to basically paint them with this thing every every day for five days and then take it off and then do it again and it's supposed to make them stronger and at first it seems like it was really working but like I got bored or busy I don't remember but I stopped doing it so then I would just leave this kind of clear nail polish on forever until it kind of flaked off and I wonder if it like dehydrated my nails mm. because everything I'm reading is like peeling nails can be a result of too little or too much moisture the former can be caused by repeatedly getting the nails wet and then drying them you mean life like what is okay. yeah maybe like um, the excessive amount of you'd wash your hands because of covid yeah but like what's what's excessive like mm. how i don't feel like i'm doing it any more than a normal amount with the latter with the latter sheer soaking in water while performing things like household chores and making nails soft possibly causing peeling um of the nail but i i do 90 percent of my washing chores with gloves on just because I I get eczema on my hand and I already know those sprays and, and just getting my hands wet too much in general um, uh, causes my hands to be in pain. So like, and I don't shower every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I shower the days I work out or if I'm going to be around a lot of people and especially with COVID wasn't, none of that was happening. So I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand. And then they're like, it could be peeling has been associated with low calcium as well as a deficiency in iron, vitamin D, B vitamins like biotin. Sure. But like, I don't feel like all that much has changed in the last couple of weeks. I think it might be something physical, like, like the thing I was putting on my nails, mm -hmm. but it just bums me out. They were so pretty and now they're that's, and I want to um, and I want to paint them, but that's only going to exacerbate the problem. So I have yeah. to heal them before I can go to my. I, w I went in um, to get a pedicure, um, and the lady like she was one of those people that had like a natural remedy for everything, um, and as people would walk by and be like, you know, try fucking baking soda for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But one of my toes, like my one of my toes, is getting a little like, like the the nail is getting a little off. Like I don't know. All my other toes are fine. There's just one toe that's yellowing. And she was like, oh, put tea tree oil on it because it's like antifungal tea tree oil. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have said that because your problem isn't antifungal. And I guess no. I'm just and I <laughs> and I've I've had that I had that issue when I was much younger. And oh. I mean, I ended up taking a drug for it, but that it could be like because that was the other thing I was, you know, immediately they're like, maybe you have a fungal infection. And you're like, I was like, I don't think so. like I know what that would look like. And that's not what it is and it really that'll really fuck up the nail bed and it'll be all like sad and ugly but i mean the teacher i would also if something is starting i would start it immediately like i would do the the tea tree right away and start that because yeah it only gets worse and then and she was like from like yoga or so, like um hot oh yoga. yeah i mean that's what i think it is but at one point she was like could be that your toe is old and i was like my toe is old it's the same age as my whole body so are you saying i am old <laughs> yeah i don't i don't do you want a tip like what is this seriously like, seriously lady <laughs> like, your toe is my, i'm sorry that's what my my new favorite insult maybe your toe's old <laughs> maybe your toe is old <laughs> can't wait for somebody to be like uh yeah i hurt my knee sounds like you have an Young old knee. face old ass toes <laughs> <laughs> I love your new pop hit, old ass toes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's extreme. I just, I don't know. I'm just bummed. It's like a silly. And then, you know, I do believe, I do believe these things can be um, a larger sign of health. But for some reason, I think this one is like a more like a topical mistake. I also started my hormonal protocol to balance out my hormones on Tuesday um which is going relatively well like i feel decent about my progress and the nice thing about the protocol is like it's it's like slowly taking things out like i actually started a little more extreme than they asked me to be and i even yesterday just kind of scaled it back a little bit because i was like whoa whoa tiger yeah you have six weeks um so a part of me is like if it is balance i'm trying to balance everything anyway yeah um it is a lot that's going on and then maybe when did the peeling start i would say like three weeks ago 
Oh, maybe it's because of COVID. I didn't have COVID three weeks ago. Maybe you did. That would be crazy to have, to show symptoms so late. I mean, actually, now that you say, I don't think it's true, but they basically, because I did so much COVID research when I got COVID, they say you start showing symptoms anywhere from two to 14 days after you contracted it. And you're like, cool. Um, but I, I, I do think I got it a couple days before. <clears throat> and then started showing symptoms. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's COVIDy. That one, I'm gonna veto that guess, but I appreciate. Okay, <clears throat> here's my reasoning. Okay, because didn't we Google something before? Like you've Googled your nails a few times, but like the ridges in your nails are from COVID. Yeah, but ridges is different. I looked up what that is. So could you not bite me, man? Like this cat is like fully. I'm starting to see to... why your fingers are shredded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what's so crazy? So I burnt myself a shit ton. And I don't know if this is like just I was tired or I've just been in the house. I did. I I don't know if you can see it. It doesn't look as bad. Oh, there it is. Can't see anything. I did oh, that yeah. making bone broth. I did that. Jesus. Yeah. I was like just checking on my meat. I'm starting to think abs is a fucking abusive cat. No, no, dude, I... Was, I don't know if this is a funny joke, but I just, in my mind, thought it was so funny. I was like, I have so many scratches all over my body. And then I, I also burnt my knuckle. Like, I've just burnt myself so much. And I have so many crazy scratches all over my body in the weirdest places that, like, if I got murdered, it would be so confusing. They'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> what is going on in this body? <laughs> like, I just don't understand. And then I show be... up, like, uh, like, flashing a badge going, non-Dr. Shahada here. Um uh, not a good cook, just got a cat. Oh, thank <laughs> God. Thank God. Shed some light on this subject here. So yeah. confused. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I had this thought after I burnt the, sh like, this is so big that yeah. I was just like, oh God, like, I have to stay alive until these things heal because they're never going to solve my murder. There's too much <laughs> conflicting information. But he is biting the fuck out of my foot right now. Anyway, I feel. <clears throat> What did you Google, Maria? I'll tell you when we come back. Okay, so I Googled, like, what is heat exhaustion? Um, because Ooh. this kind of long story, because I don't know where to start, because I don't know where it started. So this morning at, like, 7 a.m., I had boxing. And I was boxing, and then, like, I had really bad cramps. But they weren't period cramps. I just had really bad cramps. And I was like, Jesus. And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Were they and where you usually get period cramps? Yeah, where I usually get period cramps, but just cramps. And okay. um, he was like, are you on your period? And I was like, that's easier than saying I probably just have to shit. So, yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, OK, yeah, I'm on my period. He's like, oh, like, yeah. And then he was talking about how his girlfriend switched to the patch from the pill birth control patch. And she's now getting really bad cramps. And then he was just talking about that. But like he seemed to like. I don't know. He just seemed to want to bring women together because he was like to another girl in the ring, like in the boxing gym. He was like, hey, she, she's got the. And then he, <laughs> it's almost like the uh, where it's just like a guy that like doesn't want to touch the issue. And he's like, I don't understand. And he's just like, hey, yeah. we're all in pain. Isn't yeah. this fun? And I was like, what are you doing? Are you like telling every girl in the gym? And he's like, Millie, like his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> She's bleeding too. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so weird when you really get your period like next week and they're like, something's off with this I know, girl. I know. I fuck it. Like, I hate saying I have my period when I don't because then it's like, well, I might need this. You know, I need this experience. <laughs> You're like a uh, bubonic plague, different type of bleeding. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it kind of went away. Like I rested for a minute. <laughs> It's just like a perfect sitcom moment where you're it, like, you lie and then it just gets out of control. And then some girl's handing you so many tampons and you're like, I can't. thank we're you. We're so funny together. Like I just, I like tried to pitch us to my agent. Like, like he's a boxer and I'm a uh, comedian. So I wanted to switch roles and have him teach me to box and me teach him to do comedy. Yeah. And like the end of it, like he's killing on stage and I'm just, I've got like a black eye and a busted face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so like later he's like, are you okay? You're, you're looking a little green. I'm like, I look green. And he was like, yeah, like I think he's like me because you're on your period. And I'm like, but I'm not on my period. Why do I look green? <laughs> also, even if I was like, that's not a normal color. 
Yeah. If anything, I looked red. I didn't see green, but okay, fine. Anyway, I, the whole plan for today was go to boxing early and my reward. Sorry. What a great way to diagnose him with, with uh, color blindness where you're just like, what? What's his name, by the way? Or uh, Lucian. It'd just be like Lucian. I'm going to hold up some numbers under some colors. What is this? Like, because <laughs> green is not, I'm not green. This isn't green. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Santa wears green. Your face is green. <laughs> so my whole plan for today, because it was hot as fuck, like early, like, not like like 60 degrees and getting hotter. It was like, bam, 80 as soon as you wake up. Hot day. And I was like, I'll go to boxing 7 a.m. My reward is to get to go to the pool after. Um, pool's crowded as hell. And um, I got a seat. I managed to get a seat by the pool by asking questions like, is someone coming? Because people just spread their shit out. Like, they don't want anyone near them. And then I got one. Um, and then I just started feeling like, uh, a cup, like a couple hours in the sun, I was nauseous. I've had, I still have a I was headache. About to say you're gonna feel nauseous. Why? Because that, that's heat exhaustion. Is it? But like, it's like I don't like. I've spent time in the sun before. I lived in LA. Like, I don't understand why. Unless I had so dehydrated myself in boxing and worked myself so hard that when I left, I didn't like replenish fluids enough, and then that time in the sun just fucked me. It could be on both ends. So it could have been like you didn't properly hydrate and electrolyted yourself going in. So whatever you did the night before, dehydrate. You know what I mean? Maybe you ate a bunch of sushi or I don't know. Something something dehydrated you the night before. Then it was exceptionally hot and then you worked out exceptionally hard. Like I don't think it was – because like I think what you're trying to do mentally is be like I boxed before – it's been hot before. What yeah. is this? Yeah. But I do think what happens is like you just don't you're not properly hydrated day or days before. Then it's unusually hot and then you work out really hard and it's just a, a clusterfuck. And then you went out in the sun and you're already a raisin and you've just shriveled. I think that might be something too, because I don't really think I had much water the night before because we were out in a like a park. So there wasn't like there was beer, but there was no water. And I wasn't like drinking beer, but I wasn't drinking water. And yeah. I didn't want to drink water because I didn't want to have to find a bathroom. And so it's like. Maybe so it was you, like all of that combined. You purposely was, dehydrated yourself to have a good time. Yeah. Cool. But I was so mad because I had a seat. <laughs> but it was like I had to like I went in and I sat in the um, cool like part of the place for a bit. And I tried to just wait it out. But I was like, uh, like every time I moved, like I just felt like I was going to vomit. Um, so like my, my head hurt, I felt like it was my vomit, I was nauseous. And, and, um, I was like, I don't think I can manage the rest of the day in the sun. Like I was only going to spend like two more hours there. I was like, I, I don't think it's possible. Yeah. So I left. Um, and I was like, I don't think I can make it home. I'm like, you're going to make it home. You're going to do it. But every time I had to go up to the steps, to the tube or down the steps, like I would just like, I was out. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, this is a lot. Like my heart was like skipping. <laughs> it felt like a lot. So um, I must have Googled something. I was Googling my symptoms. Heat exhaustion came up. And so I was like, what is heat exhaustion? And it says when your body gets too hot, if not treated quickly, it could turn into heat stroke, which could be life threatening. And I'm like, I wonder like how much heat exhaustion do you have to have before it's heat stroke? Like, was I at risk of that? Um, I think you would have to be pretty dehydrated. Yeah. To get heat stroke. I think you would either have to be so unhealthy beforehand or pretty exhausted like uh, uh <clears throat> um dehydrated yeah or like be doing some crazy activity like maybe if you were running a marathon in the heat and you know what i mean like yeah boxing is pretty physically challenging <clears throat> and i i had coffee and <laughs> yeah so yeah it just feels like a kind of like a perfect storm and just something to keep in mind like the morning of boxing you know what i mean either the night before or the morning of to just be and to have something kind of cool. So like Sammy started getting into long distance running and he planned to do a 15 mile run, started later than he wanted to, ran out of water pretty quickly, like maybe had eight ounces of water and same kind of thing happened. He was 14 miles in and all of a sudden he was like, oh, feel so good. <laughs> like literally it was like, like a mile from home and was like, 
kind of like not putting his words together and realizing that he's really tired and then realizing that he's really sick. And then he just sat on the side of the road and he called my mom. He's like, oh, I'm not okay. <laughs> and my mom yeah. had to go like pick him up and he literally just didn't drink enough water. It was really hot and he overexerted himself. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like what happened to me. So I think if you ignore it, I think that you head towards heat stroke. And yeah. I definitely think like, Clearly, you can hydrate and train up to it because there's people that do run marathons in the heat. There's all these activities, you know, there's tons of athletes that do it. So I think it's a mixture of like properly hydrating and properly building up the sustainability. But I just think it was a perfect story. It sounds exactly what you had because yeah. as soon as you said you're out in the sun, I was like, oh, she's going to get nauseous. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had it. It sucks. Oh, yeah. I've, not, I've, I've never really felt that before. Like, I've been out in the sun for so You're long. Like, I'm Egyptian. That, but that's <laughs> like, what I mean. Like, I was, I've been out in the sun for so long that I get that. And it's like, okay, I need some, I need to be inside. But I wasn't out there for that long. And it was morning. It was like 9 a.m. Yeah. So I was surprised that I was like, this is my perfect day. And I was like, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not even on my period. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and because yeah, yesterday we were outside, I was vaping a lot. I actually should look up how dehydrating vaping is. I think it's really dehydrating. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but so it was probably all of that. And then I got like my ass kicked in boxing. Yeah. And you're like really exerting yourself. Also, yeah. like when I think of it being hot in the UK, which you guys don't understand air conditioners and don't know how they work or or have them. Like I remember no. it being like 80 on a bus and they're like, yeah, the windows are open. And you're like, what? That's, yeah. that's, that's well, it's usually pretty temperate. So the stuff doesn't. So there isn't yeah. a lot of like business. Like we really have air con. Yeah. Yeah. So so like I'm thinking this is like a garage like boxing gym with very little circulation. And there's like one fan and I don't know. It is a garage boxing gym, but I didn't feel uncomfortable in it. I think that it is cooler. Like, yeah. So I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. It was probably just a perfect storm of shit. And were you drinking throughout the uh, session? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you were like yeah i had a little bit but now you're just like no because no, what happens is like worked my out gloves are on. i don't want to take my gloves off to drink the out of my because he keeps going like get a water bottle with a spout because sometimes like he'll help me and he'll pour water in my mouth it always hits my teeth he's like just get a water bottle with a spout and i'm like i like my chili's water bottle. <laughs> now i really want there to be a sitcom about you too you guys <laughs> just called like boxing in me and it's just, yeah. it's like it's like the uh what was that movie with the kid in ireland that was a dancer but he thought he was taking his dad thought he was taking boxing lessons oh i don't know oh fucking billy billy elliot billy elliot oh okay it just it's like an anti-billy elliot like <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like a, a tiny woman trying to box and they're like i thought you I think you're taking a directing class. You're just like, no, 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 I'm gonna be the next big boxer. You're like, what? You're almost 40. What, what are, are you doing? doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, well, you should have started with I wasn't drinking water and we could have just skipped all of this. Um I had some water, but yeah, no. Yeah. It's more coffee. Yeah. I had coffee right after the session. <laughs> well, I was drinking a latte in 80 degree weather after exhausting myself. What's I don't the understand. Problem? I don't what happened. What went wrong? <laughs> I had a smoothie when I got there. I don't understand. I do love that you're really into boxing. I wish I was there to take. I would love to take boxing. I I well, love that. I yeah, next time you come, come with me. It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Let's get personal. Yeah. Okay. What are three things you want to accomplish before you die, and how close are you to accomplishing them? Okay. I want to write a book. I want to um, write, direct, and star in something, be it a play or a movie. Oh, no, are you paused? Um, are you there? Yeah. All right. W at what point did I freeze? It's so upsetting because you, fro like, I said it, and you were like, 
like you were just so excited and I was like and I was like ready and then I was like oh no you lost that pure excitement because you're like okay <laughs> I thought you were like so good at listening and then I was like Please. you're like something's wrong she hasn't interrupted me in at least three seconds yeah <laughs> so okay yeah. I want to so write I heard a book nothing. I want to write a book. I want to write, direct, and star, write, direct, and star in something like a movie or a play, but probably a movie. I want to sing. I want to sing and dance on stage. I want to be in a musical, probably something I wrote because I don't know. I don't know. I need to sing and dance on stage. I have to do it. What kind of dancing? I don't know. <laughs> like jazz dancing? I love that you don't even know what dancing. You're just like, I don't know, moving my body. And I just need to have move to my watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a frilly dress. Just let me, let me. I mean, I think it would be like jazz dancing. Like it depends on the musical, but like I, yeah. Mm hmm. Well, I like, I watched Come From Away live. I saw it on Apple TV and I loved it. And I watched it live uh, with my friend Anne Marina. And the actors in that are all like normal people. They're not like, I'm a movie star, you know, like they're all of yeah. all different ages and different sizes and they're singing and dancing. And I'm like, I could do it. I want to do it. But do they have like, I don't know what it's called in the UK, but do they have like Broadway experience? And that's why they seem. Probably. I don't know how they would get cast if they didn't have the experience to do it. Yeah. So it's just like they might not be, you know, Ben Affleck, but they're like the Ben Affleck of Broadway. I don't ben know why Affleck. that's. I don't know why that's came. He's just a name. What? <laughs> I just like the idea of Ben Affleck like doing jazz hands. Like, <laughs> I'm Ben Affleck. I don't know. Dude, I haven't even seen a movie with Ben Affleck in like 20 years. And it's I... not like they're Ben Affleck. <laughs> the epitome of what a, a movie star dancer is. is. <laughs> yeah. But no, what I'm saying is like they might be the 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 famous person of Broadway. But yeah. Yeah. I mean First of all, I love all those things for you. I think all those things are accomplishable. How close, which one do you think you're the closest to? Ooh, I don't know. Like either writing a book or writing, directing and starring in something. Probably writing a book. That's probably definitely the, the Probably the book will lead to the other things. I agree with that. Yeah. I also like, it's so funny I've had a bunch of meetings with like production companies and stuff like that. And the stuff they're working on are like adaptations from a book. And one that's cool. Cause I didn't know people read anymore. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, but two, what I find so interesting about adaptations to a book is like, unless you have the author helping you, I find most adaptations to books, unwatchable because what gave it flavor and what made it interesting was all the details and you've just made it these characters and they you don't even know why they are the way they are you're just like this guy's gruff and they give him no backstory because they're just like yeah that's why people like him and you're like no no no, i like him because i know why he became gruff and why he's making the decisions he made but they'll take these 400 page books and they'll make it into an hour and a half movie which we all know is about 140 pages or so and you've left out you know double spaced and you now know that you're missing 300 pages of gold yeah yeah um <clears throat> it's funny because sometimes you'll be watching a movie and you're like what the fuck is going on and then you find out it's like based off a book you're like okay <laughs> and you really are like how do you not intuitively know that some of this is necessary and that i'm gonna because like when I think of stand-up, which is 100% different, but when I think of stand-up, I'm telling a story and I have to inform the audience of why I am the way I am, why this is important and what you need to know, but the least amount of information so that you are on my side in the story. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you first start out and it's a 10-minute joke because you're just like, okay, I was born in this year at this time and my mom is like this and da, da, da. And then you get down to, you're just like, my mom's crazy, I'm crazy, here's what happens. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, like, and now it's a four-minute joke. But like, I, I sometimes find like, they just, they just start out with, they're just like, that's Sarah. You'll figure it out. Like, and you're like, what, why is she, what is she doing that? Um, but that all being said, what I find interesting with all your goals is between the, the musical play directing, right? Like 
you will you'll have you have all the experiences you know what i mean yeah. to, to to do to that because sometimes when actors are like i direct now and you're like because someone once told you to move over there like yeah i don't understand what gives you the ability i don't know like being like being around and being directed by somebody like kind of does that like i've taken i've i've taken a theater directing class and it isn't really it's not that it's not hard it's just that I think the more you see and watch and do and, and you're around, the more you can do it. Cause there aren't really definite things you have to follow. Like, even like when I'm like, I don't have the technical skills to be a director. Well, half the times you can just defer to somebody else. There's a cinematographer who knows what they're doing, or, you know, you can just bring people in and get their opinion. You don't have to know. I'm like, how would I know how to bring water into a, this theater? <laughs> and they're like, that's for the theater stage manager to worry about or yeah. whoever. Half the time, all the shit I'm worried about with directing is somebody else's job. Um, so I can get, but I know what you're saying in that, that I have the background that would lead to these things rather than somebody who's just like, uh, like, oh, I don't know. I was a dancer for a while. Now I want to be a director. And it's like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. And I also understand. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with all of it. I, I wonder what the order is because there is no. I do think writing leads to more things like more and more and more. I hear stories of, I wanted to be an actress. Nobody gave me an opportunity. So I wrote, and then I, you know what I mean? And either mm -hmm. I fell in love with writing and, or I put myself in stuff like, you know, as you know, as far as like, you know, um, Sylvester Stallone trying to be an actor and he wrote Rocky and you know, what have you. Um, but even today I, I, I hear it more and more where it's just like, I wanted an opportunity. Nobody, saw me as that and so I wrote but what I find even more interesting with with writing is they're always looking for new ideas and they never I feel like we're filled with all these unique creative ideas and they're like yeah but nobody's ever done that before and you're like yeah but you want something new like like they're not willing to take the risks either no, exactly. And then that means you have to prove yourself in some other medium somehow. And then they go, oh, like a book has proven itself. So then they yeah. bring it in. And then like half the times you're like, wow, how did something so creative get a green light in the States? Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's because it did really well, really well in England first. Yeah. Or there's always something else that proved it. And they're like, okay, we'll take the chance. But a lot of money is going into productions here. Like if you have a writer's room, we have like 20 writers. Each writer's making $4,000 a week for a sitcom. But if you have a sitcom in the UK, and I don't know if that's changing or not, but it's one to two writers. They're not working with like commercial money. What were we talking about though? Just, just what, what are the three things you hope to accomplish before you oh, die? Oh yeah. So yeah. So it's like, I have a background. It's just like, I just need a little bit of like proof. It's like finding a new fresh thing, but also finding something that will definitely work because it's been proven is the is like um the balance they're all trying to it's like you really have to be in the sweet spot and it's a very very small sweet spot yeah no I, I mean nothing really makes sense especially in the specials world at this point yeah um it's funny i was like really proud that you knew exactly what you like and i'm and like a none little wishy-washy oh really well, none of it had anything to do with like family and kids and like oh, no. <laughs> like yeah what it, what were yours uh I definitely think it's it's right and star in something I show movie what have you I, I I think we're on a similar path in that sense I I like my ideas and I think they have value and I, I clearly do better acting when I feel close to something and um, it's funny it's like asking how close you are at accomplishing it like this business doesn't make any sense so it's just like I could be close or I could it, it, I could be so far away it's comical it, it yeah. just none of you know what I mean because so much changes on a dime um and and people everything is filled with empty promises and like I was pretty close I was like in the I have to get back to just believing callbacks are important but I was like num like the top five pick of something that wasn't like I didn't it was mostly about the money that I cared about and I ended up not getting it like I found out on Friday I didn't get it and I was like really bummed and I had to go one, they liked me a lot. And I was like in the final, whatever I, the opportunity didn't bring me closer to any of my goals whatsoever. It was just, it would have been fun. And it was a lot of money for three days of work. And I have not really worked in a month and a half and it would have been nice. My main goal is that all my money is made by things that I want to do. 
That's it. Like that's like my number one goal. Whatever that ends up being can change. But every time I say yes to an opportunity, it's a fuck yes. So uh, writing, writing with you, writing with people I respect, writing with people that'll make me grow as a writer, um, being paid to write, people seeing my writing in a different form, people seeing my creativity at a different level. That's like, it's an all encompassing goal, but it's like, I'm working towards that and I see the movement, but I have zero idea how close I am to it being the whatever. But I keep trying to tell myself the main goal is progressing forward in this thing that I love doing. And more and more, I can say no to anything that like I got offered a, or I don't even think I got the college gig. I'm just like in the mix of whatever this college gig might be. And it seems like a pretty good college gig. I don't think I even have to watch my language, but I haven't done colleges in years. And I know for a fact, if it wasn't such good money, I would have been like, I'm all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, I don't, I would love to do stand-up almost every night and more and more it's the stuff that I want to do. But like I was, <laughs> I, one of the things from my therapist, I made a list of man demands because that's always important while you're single. But I missed it. She was just like, I also think you should have like career demands. Like what are your, and the same way that like bad man demands is like you're painting a picture of a human where you're just like, he has, you know, black jet black hair and he's this tall and he has this job and you're like well that's not that's a painting that's not a that's not a human you know what i mean and you're you're not setting it up what how do you want to feel in that relationship how do you want them to make you feel <clears throat> what do you want the energy and dichotomy to be well the same thing with career goals like i can say i want to do x y and z but i think more is it's like i want to be excited about what i'm working on every day i want to yeah. get out of bed excited to work so I, I really think my, my goals are just ener- energetically being like, I cannot wait to go to this meeting. I cannot wait to see how far along this thing is. I cannot wait to see you, when this thing is released, how people respond to it. Do you want to hear what's funny? It's like with Johnny, I'm like, oh God, I have this show tonight. I have to go to the show or I have to go somewhere for the show. And he's like, you get to go to somewhere for the show. And I was like, I guess. But I've been like volunteer acting for, for some shit. Like it's just classes, but they need actors. And so I'm just doing it. And I'm like, oh, I get to act tonight. I get to act this week. I've been saying yeah. I get to like, um, not like, because it's just like, it just comes out that way. And I'm like, oh, see, this is, this is, I told him, I was like, if this house is how Liz feels getting on stage, like how I feel when I get to act, I was like, she's the luckiest girl in the world. Cause she's yeah. fucking gigging all the time. Like, that's awesome. That is not yeah. how I feel. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting because like um, I'm doing one new material tonight and a new material gig and I might be doing a second one. And those I'm just like, that's like up here level of excitement. And then working at a club where I know it's going to be fun is right, right under it. Like it's like new material and I'm excited to work on it. And then working at a great club that makes me feel both accomplished and they're fun. Mm -hmm. And then it's like on equal par is like performing for fans and people that get me and I can just be myself kind of thing. So that's all like up there. And then all the work that took to get to there, whenever I have to come back down to that, I'm just like, didn't we do this already? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, ah. like, then that's everything from like auditions to a shitty bar show to like somebody treating you like garbage because you're not big enough for them to, a sh- you know, just a shitty audience that like, you're just like, being paid it doesn't it doesn't even come close to this being a good use of my time yeah like or like when you're in a place where like i have to be clean or i have to do old stuff that i really don't want to be doing like there's just this like it just def- you just deflate and i feel like the audience can see it i see it i can see it so i think genuinely my main goal which is all encompassing of everything is just to constantly be creating and be excited about what I'm creating and and be in a position that people are excited by my ideas. Not to say that nobody ever says no or doesn't, they can't be shaped or I'm not working with like, but I want to get better and in getting better, do more cooler things. Yeah. It's like, um, getting out of that, getting out of that, like just getting into that sweet spot of just like, I I make unignorable (laughs) and I have all this stuff. But, but to your point, 
also something I brought up in therapy, none of this has to do with family or marriage yeah. or, kids or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so much. <laughs> like, and, and what's even interesting about that is when I was talking to her, she was like, I think what you're fortunate about is you don't have a timeline as a woman because you don't care about those things. I was like, you're right. I don't, I don't care about them at all. Yeah. That's crazy. Like we're, um, getting the zoom running out of time thing again. And it's like, Oh my God, we've been talking forever. Oh, and this is what happens when we don't see each other for two weeks. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I, I need to make a quick phone call and then we'll do the weekly bonus. Sure. Like, do you want to okay. wrap this up first? Oh yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, like, I'm just like looking at this voicemail. Um, Thank you so much. I, I I would like to know. I mean, please write to us. I would I'd love to know like what are like these like this is what has to get done, especially because ours are so work related. I can't wait for somebody to be like, I just want to go. I just want to hike in Yosemite. And you're like, oh, I didn't even know there was an option. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, I forgot about leisure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forgot about I guess because I always uh, I always joke because my my dad bought me um, the four hour work week like 15 oh, yeah. years ago. And oh, he was yeah. just like, He's like, you can work up to this as opposed to that was like to help people work down to four hours. Um, but I, I, I always joke like I'm excited about work because I don't get to do it when I want to um, or not as much as I would like. Anyway, uh, you can write to us at two non-doctors at gmail.com. That's two non-four-doctors at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Look at his side.